Hello, America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley, and it's another new week. And this is episode 10. This is the 10th time. I'm in double digits now. I'm a big boy now. Fisher Price kid. I'm a big kid now. I'm tall enough to ride this ride. And so are you. Maybe. Um, anyway, we're back. Uh, cool stuff going on. I am, first of all, I'm super excited to let you guys know that soon there will be a video aspect of this podcast coming up very soon. Um, where you can look at me while I'm talking. So you know for sure that it's just me. Um, yeah, well, that's going to be a thing. And, um, it's just been want to say thank you I just right here at the top of the show for people who have been tuning in every week and sharing it and liking it and subscribing and following that's really cool because it's going to keep coming uh but this week I've been doing a lot of thinking as usual as per the use and uh, a big thing that I've been thinking about is just you know my mental health I've been thinking about how I kind of feel like I do a pretty decent job of managing to stay consistent on a day-to-day basis. This has been a rough year for a lot of people. People, you know, losing their jobs. A lot of uncertainty right now. A lot of people getting sick. People dying and shit like that, you know. Um, so it's important to um, actively participate in making sure that you're okay. And... You know, there's a lot of reasons to be upset. There's a lot of shit to be bummed about. But, you know, you just got to make sure that you just take care. One of my favorite uh, Jay-Z lines is he says, uh, there's much bigger issues in the world I know, but I first have to take care of the world I know. And I love that line because it's like, yo, listen, like you really got to look around and make sure that you got to you got to make sure your house is in order, so to speak. You know what I mean? Get your shit together. It's, it's really interesting to me how... People will give you advice and people will be very good at giving you advice. And the people that are really good at giving advice oftentimes uh, may not necessarily have their own shit figured out. You know, it's like easier said than done always somehow. You know, I think and as, you know, friends and family probably need your support now more than ever. So keep giving that advice, but also turn around and and look at what you got going on, you know what I mean? And um, take a little hiatus off of looking at what everybody else is doing on social media. You know, because we have this bad habit of comparing our lives to other people's lives. I just read a book. I've been reading books. I'm part of a book club, actually. So I've been reading books. Read this book called The Guest List by Lucy Foley. And it's a murder mystery novel. And you read, And it takes place at a wedding on an island in Ireland. Or off of Ireland, and uh, you get to you get to hear different perspectives. It's called the guest list by Lucy Foley. In case somebody goes, wait, what? What did you say? Uh, you get to hear different vantage points from different people that are attending the wedding, that have a whatever relationship they have with the bride and the groom. And um, there's just one woman that I just kept thinking about. Her name was Hannah. Funny enough, it's my wife's name. Uh, she, in her character's own, like, aside parts, she just continuously would compare herself to other people. Like, to the point where, like, 
you could tell it was just like this subconscious thing that she just automatically compared herself to people based on like, oh, I was young once like this woman or like these people have money and I don't. And it's just one of those kind of like sad things that it kind of just made me realize, yo, a lot of people do this shit. Like a lot of people are looking at other people and are envious of what they have or just like that's all they think about you know what I mean like in terms of like it's just like it goes to damn like you you could really take what you have for granted anyway I mean I feel like there's always someone who's always worse off than you are so you know I think we should uh, have a little bit of gratitude show some gratitude and uh, you know get off social media mind your own business do your own shit get on there you know Take a look at the news and the weather. How do people get their news and weather now? There's apps for it. You don't even need to be looking at what everybody else is doing. Give yourself a little break. You know, you know. I feel like a lot of people that are like at a at a peak height of feeling bummed out for days on end, and they always say the same shit. They always go, "I think I'm gonna take a break off social media," and it's because you know that you're just looking at everybody else and feeling bummed out about what you don't have. And I think that sucks. And it happens to the best of us. So you're not a terrible person. It just happens to the best of us. And if you feel like I'm talking to you then and you needed to hear this, then I am. And that's the beauty of it. Welcome back, baby. Um, yeah. It's so funny. I was thinking about, uh, I was thinking about branding recently and how it works on me. You know, I'm a sucker for good packaging. I'm one of those people that package shows up. If the shit is so nice, like in the presentation is just like they went above and beyond. I don't even want to touch it. You know what I mean? It's like when like you see like when they when they bring a beautiful dish to the table and you're like, damn, like I'm really about to dismantle this whole work of art that they just put in front of me. But yeah, I'm a sucker for good packaging. And I had a conversation. You know, some people call them tall boys, right? The big boys, the big beers. 24 ounce, I call them big boys. And the reason I call them big boys is because uh, when I was working for Club Monaco years ago, a buddy of mine, his name was Steve. I can say his name, right? His name was Steve. And, you know, we would go and grab a beer after work. Sometimes we would get out really late, which is now that I think about it, like, damn, like I was getting out of work at like almost 11 o'clock at night after working for hours. And he'd be like, yo, man, you want to go get a big boy? And the first time he said that to me, I didn't know. He did the thing with with the thumb and the pinky like he was drinking. And I was like, well, I'm assuming we're going to go get a drink. Not like we're going to go get a big boy. Um, I don't even know what that really means, to be honest. Like, are we going hunting? And we're going to get a big boy? Like a giant moose or some shit? Because that'd be dope. Um, But no, we went and got a big boy. And it was a gigantic Corona. You know the big one? You know, with the big boys, you got to drink them kind of fast, too, because they, uh, they'll they start getting warm. And I'm a beer. Like, I'll drink a warm beer, but let's be honest. A warm, flat beer? Come on. But anyway, um, so uh, so back to what I'm saying about branding. Um, Sapporo, it's actually pronounced Sapporo. Sapporo, they, um, they make a big boy, and the fucking can is what sold me on the big boy. The can is like this thick aluminium uh 
can and it's like it's like this really cool shape it's almost the shape of like a pilsner glass from a bar and you hold it and the can has technology in it that keeps the beer from getting warm or going flat and i believe that nobody told me that but i feel like that's the reason why the can is like that and the mouth vent part is good i'm sold on the packaging always have been always will be you know branding works on me honestly if you see a commercial about a cheeseburger you will probably want one and that's how it works these people are brilliant. They've been doing this shit forever. That's how they got kids to smoke. That's how they got kids to smoke cigarettes when they were like 11 years old in the fucking 50s. Just like no one died from it yet. So there's all these commercials with people just looking so cool smoking a cigarette. How cool did it look? Let's be honest. Get, get the idea out of your head that, <laughs> oh, it smells bad and... You know, it makes your teeth turn yellow and it fucking kills you a little bit. You know, get that idea out of your head and just think about how cool John Travolta looked when he turned around and he was like, Cindy? But he had a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. And then he tried to come back later on with that stupid fucking cardigan on. And then she had a cigarette in her mouth and she was like, tell me about it, stud. And then he had chills, and they were multiplying. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I'm a big Grease fan, obviously. But yeah, yeah. So that's how they did it. Because branding, it'll 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 just make like, especially when they make the people. I think when you make someone look cool, it's like I'm sold on this product already because I want to be cool. Unless you're going for something. And I always feel like people are going for a certain look. There's always... Like, if you're a dude that just wears flannels, you're you're looking for flannels. You see the flannel guy in the commercial. He's got a pattern on that you don't have. Now you want it. It's stuck in your head all day until you find it. And then you see it when you're at fucking Marshall's for $7.99. And you're like... This is the flannel I'm getting. This is the flannel I want. This is the flannel of my dreams. Oh my God. And my partner is going to want to fuck my brains out when I show up wearing this flannel. Because that's how people think when they buy new shit. They're going to be like, how fuckable do I look in this flannel? That's just the name of the game, boys and girls. And I'm sorry, but that's just what it becomes. Right? You try to impress your partner. And if you don't have a partner, you try to impress other people with... You know, because you want to look the way the person in the commercial looks, but it doesn't always work. Right. You ever go to McDonald's? I haven't eaten fast food in a long time, but I do like Taco Bell. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm holier than thou. You know, I fuck. I'll fuck with a Crunchwrap Supreme. You know, you can you can eat it. It's handheld. It's neat. Not for nothing. If food is neat, I'm on board with it. You know, I don't like getting all messy and shit, but that's just like because, you know, I got a little bit of a, an OCD problem, I think I would say. But anyway, um, yeah, it doesn't often turn out the way you think it's going to turn out. You order the food off the menu, then it shows up looking like they shook it around in a bag before they put it on the plate. And you're like, this doesn't really look like this. But some ugly food tastes really good. Just like some ugly people have really nice personalities. Speaking of that uh, kind of humor, <clears throat> you know, you can get in a lot of trouble in Canada for um, 
saying mean things to people, which I think is kind of a funny thing to get in trouble for because update, I've been driving a lot. No, uh, and I say mean things about people all the time. You know, people like to just merge right in front of you on the freeway without signaling. That's not cool, right? Or am I, or am I bugging? Or maybe I should just mind my fucking business about it because they got stuff going on in that car that I don't know about. But um, yeah, you can get in trouble in Canada for saying fucked up shit. You can get fines. Um, this is a real law. You can look it up. I don't know the name of the law. I think it's the Canada is mad pussy law. I don't know. Um, and there's some great Canadians and they've brought us some great comedians um, over the years and they continue to do so. You know, those guys are great. Um, shout out to all my Canadian artists and musicians. I think that's a weird law. But anyway, um, I saw a disclaimer on a movie. Now, you know, when you watch a TV series or a TV show, like something like Fear Factor, for example, or like uh, warning, these people are under the supervision of professionals and this is a controlled environment and blah, blah, blah. Or like the following film contains brief nudity. Well, what is brief nudity, right? Is it full frontal? Is it full dick? You know, what's brief nudity? But is it full dick for like two seconds? And he's like, whoa, because his mom walked in or something. I don't know. Um, titties. Is it boobs? Full frontal. I don't know. But anyway, so now there's a new disclaimer. It was like language. How many F words did they get? But anyway, um, there's a new disclaimer now. So we're watching TV, which is still a thing. People still watch TV, right? You got streaming services, but there's also television still exists. So AT&T has um, a streaming service that almost seems as if you're watching TV. You can watch sports on it. You know, you can watch the Yankees smack the shit out of the Phillies if you want. And, uh, you you know, you get to have that experience. You can watch Family Feud. You know, I'm a huge Steve Harvey fan. I've been really working on my Steve Harvey. And by that, I mean I've been growing a mustache, and it is nowhere near as good as Steve Harvey's mustache. I feel like it takes years to grow that, though. You know what I mean? It takes years. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so I saw this disclaimer that said, because Beverly Hills Cop, starring Eddie Murphy, classic film, came on. And right before it came on, it said something like, uh, warning, just a heads up, this movie came out in a different time where comedy was different and the idea of what was funny may not play as well today. Just so you know before you watch this, before you go, I think Eddie Murphy should be canceled. Um, and I thought that was interesting because it was my first time seeing that, you know, and we were sitting down, we were watching, we were watching TV and, and I, that came on. I was just like, whoa, I mean, I guess that is necessary now because people don't know, like it, it'll blow your mind. There's kids that don't know who Whitney Houston is. You know what I mean? Like you really cannot just assume that people are going to watch a movie from 30 years ago and be like, oh, yeah, it was 30 years ago. I get it. Like, no, people now that just are only concerned with now, 
are going to get upset. And I'm still kind of like, I don't know exactly how I feel about it, but I, I do think it's it's cool that they um, that they're just like, hey, just so you know, like we're gonna air this movie. This doesn't reflect really on our network. This is just kind of what they did, and it's a classic. So you can either like it or you can turn it off. That's the thing that I think people don't realize. Sometimes it's like, yeah, you know that shit that you don't like, the thing you find offensive. You could turn it off. You know what I mean. You could just turn it off and put something else on. That's a weird concept that I feel like people have a difficult time remembering when it when it really would come in handy. You know what I mean? Like it's like do people sit and just get fucking boiling hot angry at things that they can just turn around and turn off and walk away from? That blows my mind. I guess that is a real thing. Which leads me to my next point. My next point is, so I was listening to music the other day, you know, music, the stuff that makes you get up and dance, the stuff that makes you shake your tail feather. People used to shake their tail feather because we used to have tail feathers because we used to be birds. It is science. Look it up. So people would uh, get up and start dancing because of music. Music make you lose control. Here we go. And so I was thinking about there's so many songs that we dance to and we have a good time. And some of these songs are like or they're just like you can chill and vibe out. Right. But you're just listening to the music. And I'm one of the I'm a person who like really pays attention to lyrics. I'm a lyrical person. So. I won't like a song if I feel like the lyrics don't make any sense. Like I f- like as a writer, I feel like I need to hear a story or you need to be just like super clever with your wordplay and you it just needs to fucking make sense. And if it doesn't make sense, it needs to it needs to not make sense in a smart way. Or as my college creative writing teacher used to say, it needs to be consistently inconsistent, right? So uh, let that one sink in. Um, so I was thinking about songs like that are nice songs that make you happy, that but they're like talking mad shit on the song. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like I was listening to Roses the other day, the Outkast song, you know, when they did the speaker box, the love below. And they did that shit and... Andre had the Caroline, Caroline, all the guys would say she's mighty fine. So he had that, right? And then at the end, I'm like, this is a fun song, right? He's talking about he feels a little bit salty because this girl don't want to fuck with him because he's broke, right? That's what the song is about, right? Funny enough, they also wear the cardigan that John Travolta was wearing in the movie Grease, starring Olivia Newton-John. I wanna get physical, physical. And uh, at the end of the song, it's like, they say, crazy bitch, stupid ass bitch, crazy bitch, dumb ass bitch, crazy bitch. They say crazy bitch like 50 times. I might be exaggerating, but they say that shit a lot. And I'm like, damn, like, this is... The ride out, like people are still on the dance floor grinding up on each other just to crazy bitch, 
You know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> it happens all the time. It happens all the time. Like, I also love R&B songs where they, um, where they just exclusively throw the N-word around. But Because back in the day, we had, like, boys to men and Jodeci and shit like that, right? So it would just be like... And like Casey and JoJo, like baby, 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 right? And it would be like, I will never find another lover. And now it's like, then you got somebody like Trey Songz going up in VIP with all of my thug niggas, and it's like, whoa, he just said nigga on an R and B track, whoa. But it's kind of funny to me. So I don't know. I just feel like just the evolution of uh, <laughs> of where like what's okay now because you know it's something. So my wife asked me a question the other day. She's like, because we were talking about back when scratching and shit was invented in hip hop, and we were watching Drunk History with Questlove, and he was like, "Yo, um, telling the story about like Cool Herc and shit, and how they like you know came together and." Then how they put rappers delight together and all this shit. But she asked me, she said, yo, do you think we're ever going to get to a point like where somebody like discovers some new shit again? And I was just like, yo, I really because like the way they just discovered scratching was like, whoa, this hasn't been done before. And now this dude accidentally figured out that he could produce this really cool sound. And. Now it just became a phenomenon. So do I think that we can get to a point where um, we discover new stuff? Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's like my example was, think about it. I mean, people were rapping over beats, right? And then all of a sudden, people started using auto-tune, right? And it was like, whoa, what the fuck is this? And then so I feel like, and nobody did it before really. And then now I'm like, there's shit that we don't even know about that somebody's going to stumble upon and it's going to just continue to evolve and grow into something beautiful and something that you probably might even hate, but you can't fight it. It's like when new slang comes out and you're like, that sounds so fucking stupid. But then you start making fun of it so much that now you've adapted it into the lexicon and you talk like that all the time. You say shit is lit. What the fuck was lit 15 years ago? Besides that band that sing with my clothes on. Is that, is that, that was it, right? That's what I thought it was. And then it was lit. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and just like now people say, say less. I just did a poll about the people say, say less. Right, but when I was growing up, it was say no more. Yo, say no more, fam. It was say no more, and now it's say less. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just behind. Maybe I'm stuck in my ways, and that's fine. But you just gotta remember this shit. I'll tell you right now. When you were young, when you were, and when I say young, when you, I mean when you were a kid, and you heard the old people say shit like that back in my day type shit. Yo, it honestly happens to all of us. Back in my day, this doesn't sound like music. Yeah, because it's not for you. Now, get with it or get lost, baby. Listen, thank you guys all. Um, I still got the email open, uh, so you can hit me up on Podcast at gmail.com. You can hit me up with any questions, any comments, any concerns. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Do you know who Whitney Houston is? What? 
you know, she sang. She sang a lot of, um, she sang some songs. She uh, liked to party. She was in a movie or two. Anyway, um, all right, guys. Thank you all. I'll be back next week with more of Corey Has a Podcast. This has been episode 10. This has been. Um, Have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon. Share it, like it, subscribe it, and follow. Don't forget to hit that follow button. Later, guys. Love y'all.